when stress chemicals are taken from the brain and put into a petri dish full of uh, normal cells or any cells the cells die and from this week we can then determine that stress kills and therefore also fear kills because stress is a form of fear how can we overcome that what can we do to prevent ourselves from dying from fear or stress Hi, my name is Jerry Sadler. Welcome to the Punk Living Journal, the podcast which is raising awareness about living in a more peaceable, unifying, nurturing and cooperative way so that we will have the tools to use when we transition into a new era. So every day, hundreds of billions of red blood cells die. So why are we still alive? You know, because we have an estimated 70 trillion cells in total, surely then in a very short space of time, if 100 billion cells were dying every day, uh, we'd soon be dead ourselves. But because of our stem cells, they replicate themselves. So each and every day to replace those hundreds billion or hundreds of billions of cells that are dying, they replicate hundreds of billions of cells to replace them. So that's why we can keep going. However, if stress chemicals like cortisol and so on get into our bloodstream or into our brain, that has a very negative effect. Now, I've, I've talked about stress before at, at one time. You know, stress was very important and it still is to a degree for a short space of time. It enables us to get out of danger. You know, if, if we're in a, facing a, a dangerous situation, it gives us the, the energy and the power to run away because it diverts all the, the energy that we need to our limbs to, to either fight or flight. You know? And it's the same with, with most animals. If they face danger, you know, they're, they're off like gazelles being chased by lions or buffalo and so on running around stampeding or whatever. But they're not doing it constantly. They're not doing it all the time. After 10, 15 minutes, they pretty much return back to normal and start grazing again. And the same with us. You know, back in the day when, you know, 100, 200,000 years ago, whatever, we were being chased by saber-toothed tigers or whatever wild animals were around at that time, you know, we were able to, to run away. And, uh, and then afterwards, we would recover once the, the danger was over. However, we now live in a world that is constantly putting us under stress and it's affecting our immune system and because the, the, uh, it prohibits not only growth as I talked about before, you know, uh, brain growth and so on, but it prohibits our immune system from working effectively, which is why when people have a heart transplant or a liver transplant or some other organ transplant, the doctors give them stress hormones beforehand, before the operation, so that the immune system then is put out of action basically until you know, uh, the, the organ has been transplanted and it allows the body and the immune system also to accept that organ because otherwise it would reject it. If it was fully functioning, it would reject it. And, uh, and that's why in the early days of, of uh, heart and 
liver transplants and so on, sort of kidney transplants as well, they failed because you know the 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 uh, immune system was rejecting it, and then they discovered that using stress hormones, doing using stress chemicals, they could reverse that. And fortunately for a lot of people, it's it's keeping them alive. So that's a great thing. That's using stress in a in a, a limited way. But we are constantly under stress through the media, through the internet, uh, through everyday life. Uh, in our workplace, in our jobs, you know, and bosses on our backs, targets after hits, especially in high pressure jobs and things like that. And pharmaceutical companies, they love this because uh, one, one report said since the uh, terrorist attack in 9-11, the profits of the pharmaceutical companies have gone up by 20%. And they already make billions. And that's because they've been able to develop all these new anti-stress drugs. Yeah, and these obviously these also have other side effects because if there's one thing I've, I've noticed, you know, I grew up as a young boy in, in, in the, the 60s and in the 70s. And at that time, you know, the only, say, headache, pain relief tablet you had was aspirin. And the only indigestion thing you had was either milk of magnesia or uh, Alka-Seltzer for upset stomach, stomach and, and Andrew's liver salts supposed to help with hangovers and things like that. But those licenses run out every 30 years or whatever. And then in the 80s, I think it's towards the end of the 70s, into the 80s, you, know, you had paracetamol, ibuprofen and all these other pain relief uh, drugs coming onto the market the open market and then there's other drugs started appearing as well and, and stuff being added to to our food and things like that and the next thing you know we've got a lot of allergies we never used to have that many allergies around you know when I was a young lad when I was a young lad into the teens you hardly ever heard of anybody with hay fever or you know eczema or other you know skin issues uh, gluten, gluten, <laughs> gluten intolerance, <laughs> and that, that just makes me laugh. They provide you now with gluten-free food. Gluten was a man-made chemical that was put in to the bread because of, of the, the type of wheat that they're using is really unfit for human consumption. So there's a thing for you, and that's not a conspiracy theory, that's a fact. Because the, the, the kind of wheat that they're using, because it's so cheap, was normally used for animal fodder. So they invented this, or they created this gluten uh, thing, which humans can eat. But for some people, they also have an adverse reaction to it. So they have gluten-free products. And what are gluten-free products? They are normal wheat products, the more expensive wheat product, products for them. Which is why they're more expensive. Yeah, because normal wheat that we would have for, for bread and, and, and things like this and flour and so on is okay. It, 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 we never used to have a, an issue with it. Okay. And same with lactose and things like that. It's because of stuff that they're, they're adding to the fertilizers and, and, and things that they use. Yeah. And you know, to, to uh, create better yields in their crops because they're over farming and you know, the, the ground and not leaving it to fallow. Because it used to be that a farmer 
would uh, use one field one year and let it lie fallow the next and use another field you know and do a rotation like that you know, and and that kept the nutrients in, in the, the soil going uh, at, a, at a good way growing in a good way so that after a year it'd be fully recovered you know, and, and it'd be grassed it would be grazed perhaps and there'd be wildlife you know leaving their bits and pieces around and it'd be fer naturally fertilized and things like that and it produced good crops but obviously because of all the intense intensive farming methods that we use today because you know there's so much food being produced today that we really don't need you know these places are getting over overused so therefore they start using chemical fertilizers and things like that to 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 bring out greater yields not so, not so much quality yields as greater yields however we're starting to realize that but getting back to you know what what to do about stress and so on um you know stress does kill you know there's 90 percent of all illnesses are stress related is, is what some reports are saying you know and a lot of those lead to death you know and that is like i said before i mean that's also a form of fear stress is a form of fear yeah so there's only one way to do something about it. there's only one method or one thing that we can do and that's you know to replace the stress with love because love is a more powerful chemical than the stress chemicals and it can overcome them it can water them down if you like and dilute them and one way of having that love in your life can be obviously through partner you know finding a great partner or finding something you really really enjoy doing and it makes you happy and you have that love as well you can also do it through meditation and you, know, you can spend a few minutes a day just what what they call heart breathing is that's just you're sitting quietly and you imagine that you're actually breathing in and out through your heart because the heart is the seat of all emotions you know that's that's where the love is that you know in, in that sense that's where you feel the love when, when when you you know when you meet someone for the first time you fall in love with you feel it in your heart don't you see how your heart goes racing you know and you can feel that warmth growing in your heart and that's the love and by meditating on filling your heart with love that will help to reduce the amount of stress that's getting into your body and it can also have a longer term effect in that it can help you to become more healthy as well and even in some cases some reported cases you know uh, people have healed themselves through meditating on love you know, and having more love and joy and happiness in their lives and they've been able to uh, sometimes spon spontaneously heal themselves of, of things like cancer and, and other situations I haven't had personal experience with this I'm only, I'm only um, going by uh, anecdotal evidence uh, or you know stuff I ha that I have read but it does seem to be some scientific proof of this um, for myself personally for myself you know meditating on love using that heart breathing method certainly in my life you know I, I have nowhere near the stress and anxiety that I used to have and I, I used to have it quite a bit yeah in, in uh, a few years ago it, it, I got so 
sort of anxious panic attacks and so on uh, for, for the uh, for a place where I was working it caused me to, to go into depression I ended up leaving that job and that was maybe you know, nature's way or the universe's way of saying it's about time to change jobs and I'm certainly very grateful for that uh, I'm also a diabetic so uh, it helps me to manage my diabetes a lot better because my diabetes has improved massively over the last year or so because I've been using this kind of method to to stay calm and fill my life with joy and happiness and love and peace you know, and I have a deep inner peace a deep inner joy and I like to send that energy out as well wherever I go so I imagine breathing in that energy and then also sharing it with uh, all those within my environment I send that energy out into my day and it works because wherever I go I, I visualize myself emanating that wonderful positive energy wherever I go and it helps to uh, calm situations down I've seen that work I'll walk into perhaps a negative situation and it'll calm down you know it'll turn positive or I have a really wonderful, fantastic day, or I'm able, I'm able to uh, deal with any challenges that should, which may come my way in a calm and balanced way, a positive way. So it does work, I believe it works, and that is one way that you can really overcome any stressful situation. Which is why, you know, people say you get angry, you know, take a step backwards, or a mental step backwards and count to ten. That works as well, because you're calming yourself down. But if you keep focusing on those negative things which cause that reaction, you, that stress is going to come back again, isn't it? And it's going to come back even worse. It's like, uh, so it's very similar to what, what's in the Bible, that, that story, I think it was Jesus that told about it, that, you know, about the, uh, you know, if you clear your house and you leave it empty and un, unattended, you know, it's going to be full of darkness again. That's the thing that's talking about demons, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, I'd call them your inner demons. If you clear your mind or, or yourself, you know, from your inner demons, but do nothing to replace those inner demons, they're going to come back and bring all their buddies with them. That's so you're going to be in a worse situation than before. And now using the heart breathing methods, as, as I call it. You know, filling your, your body, filling your whole being, filling your aura, if you like, with the love and the joy and the happiness. You can lead a much, much, much less stressful life. And, you know, you see things in a much better way, a more positive way. And you have a better perspective of your environment, your inner environment and your outer environment. And that is one way that you can really move forward through these times, these troubling times that we, we are living in right now. But in, in a way where you're not reacting to everything that's going on, you're seeing things in a more objective way, you know, and rather than reacting to every little comment or reacting to every little situation, which we actually have no control over in most cases, you know, whether it's political or, or, or uh, whether it's personal or whatever, you know, some, some things we do have control over, other things we don't, but we can choose to react or not to react, and in most cases it's better to choose not to react so that your stress levels stay extremely low or non-existent and it can have a very uh, very positive effect on your health and you feel better I certainly feel better my energy levels are up yeah you know, and, and 
uh, I've got little little areas of my life it's, it's like little little things here and there which I know are a lot better than they used to be I mean I'm 61 now so I mean you, you would think uh, I'll be feeling the the uh, what was it the onslaught of age but I'm not you know I mean I'm still quite physically fit yeah and uh, for most people that you know from my age um, I certainly don't act my age in that sense I'm not a decrepit old man <laughs> yeah but there are others who, who look a lot older than me they look about 10 15 years older than me of this and at the same age you know and that's due to the stress that they're going through in their lives it I believe you can feel younger even look younger and have that more abundant energy if you fill your heart fill your life with the love joy and happiness and that's also one thing that this uh, podcast is aiming to do is, is to help you to do that you know give, give you tools share tools as well as sharing other interesting stuff well hope you found that useful and certainly you know like I said it only takes a few minutes five minutes in the morning or overnight time I prefer to do mine in the morning when I get up take five minutes and you know just just breathe in and out through your heart fill your imagine your, your heart being filled with love and joy and happiness and you share it out when you breathe out you share it out and try it just try it try it for a little while try it for a week couple of weeks a month whatever and see and notice the difference that it does make to your life well, that's it for now i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please share it with others uh, subscribe if you haven't done so already and uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me you can do with uh, email jerry at punkliving.com that's j-e-r-r-y at p-u-n-c-l-i-v-i-n-g dot com join the facebook group punk living p-u-n-c living and you can also tweet me at Jezarooney, that's J-E-Z-Z-A-R-U-N-I, or get in contact with me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram at Jerry Sadler Extraordinaire, Extraordinaire, because I've misspelled it, <laughs> you'll find me, Extraordinaire, so it's J-E-R-R-Y-S-A-D-L-E-R-E-X-T-R-A-O-D-I-N-A. I R E. There you go. So I'm there as well. I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn as well, but I'll hardly use that. And I am on Pinterest. You can you can find me on Pinterest as well under Jez Sadler, uh, or look look for uh, Punk Living pins, and you'll find me on there as well. So it's great to chat with you now, and uh, look forward to the next time.